Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This week on the Chicago Bears Review. With the calendar turning to a new year, the winds of change have blown through Hallis Hall with the new general manager and head coach to lead our beloved into 2015 and beyond. Who are these new leaders of the squad? And how did the Bears do with their choices? All of this and so much more on this brand new episode of the Chicago Bears Review. As I said, the winds of change have blown through Hallis Hall. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, they've brought us some names we were not expecting. But uh, you know what? Uh, these could be the guys to uh, lead us into the future. What's going on, everybody? Larry D. back for the first off-season episode of 2015. Hope everyone had a very happy new year, uh, even though we did not end it on the note that we would have liked. But, um, you know, here we are. It's January 20th. The Super Bowl has been decided. It's going to be New England and Seattle. Going back to the uh, big game, I chose neither of those teams to go to the Super Bowl uh, this year. As a matter of fact, the team that I had winning the whole thing is the team that gave us our brand-new head coach. I picked the Denver Broncos to win the Super Bowl over the New Orleans Saints this year, and how wrong about that was I, huh? But uh, nonetheless, uh, John Fox, four years in Denver, four division championships, four playoff appearances, and a AFC championship last year in 2013, but with a disappointing loss in the divisional round to Indianapolis uh, last Sunday, the Broncos um, uh, mutually parted ways with John Fox last Monday, and by Thursday, he had been named the head coach of the Chicago Bears, the 15th in franchise history, and hopefully this is a guy that can uh, that can get us from point A to point B, if you know what I mean. Um, John Fox is a defensive-minded coach, was a defensive coordinator in his assistant coach days uh, for the, uh, for, you know, most notably for the Giants when they went to the Super Bowl back in 2000 against the Ravens. He took over the Carolina Panthers in 2002, and took a 1-15 team to 7-9 his first year, and then his second year in 2003, he took the Carolina Panthers to the NFC Championship and a date with the Patriots in Super Bowl 38. One of, uh, one of the more exciting Super Bowls, actually, uh, down in, uh, in Houston, uh, where the Texans play, uh, was like, I think, 32-29. to 29. It was an odd score. 32-29 to 29 was the final score of the Patriots coming out on... Uh, on top and uh you know the 
Uh, he was down there in Carolina for what nine, nine seasons, something like that. Uh, uh, 2002 to uh, 2011, 2010, 2011, uh, 2010 actually. 2010 immediately took over in 2011 for the Broncos, who were four and 12 the year before his arrival, and they go eight and eight and actually won their division at eight and eight. Uh, in 2011 with Tim Tebow as their quarterback his one year of of uh, you know his one year under the sun in the NFL uh, was Tebow uh, won a playoff game against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers that year and um, has gone 13 and 3 13 and 3 and 12 and 4 in the three years remaining uh, after the signing Peyton Manning uh, to the team Uh, you know so he finished uh, in Denver with a 46 and 18 record uh four like i said four playoff appearances also a super bowl appearance last year losing to the eventual champion seattle seahawks uh, up there in new jersey the first outdoor cold weather uh game even though it was like 50 degrees uh, when the game uh kicked off so this is a guy in john fox definitely not amongst the uh the people we thought would be available um even ryan pace uh, in the introductory press conference yesterday uh, at Hallis Hall said that when uh, when John Fox became available, and I quote, the game changed. So, I mean, the, this was a guy that, that we could not pass up when he became available. We, at, at the very least, had to interview him, and interview him he did. He came to Hallis Hall last Wednesday. Ryan Pace actually went back to um, Denver with – uh, John Fox on Thursday then came back with him on Friday to sign the contract uh, and make everything official and oh yeah by the way I've kind of uh, kind of uh, skipped ahead here I did I was actually so excited to talk about John Fox I forgot to tell you guys about Ryan Pace our brand new general manager uh, replacing Phil Emery after three unsuccessful seasons uh, in Chicago Phil Emery was let go uh, Ryan Pace, the youngest general manager in the NFL, and I think that says a lot about what the Bears are trying to do or what the Bears are you know, looking to do here in the uh, future to, to make a splash with, with, uh, with, with the youngest GM in football. And uh, <laughs> jokingly, it made me kind of feel like, uh, dude, what am I doing with myself? I turned 37 in March. In two months, I turned 37. And Ryan Pace is 37 years old. It's like, uh, wow. So uh, <laughs> he's done a bit more with his 37 years than I've done with mine. But, uh, hey, you know, more power to him. You know, he definitely looks young. That's for sure. Uh, but he went ahead and he hired an experienced head coach. And, you know, I, I've had discussions back and forth with people, uh, friends and such, about the virtues and such of of uh hiring a head coach with uh previous head coaching experience instead of uh you know number one taking a chance on a guy like mark trestman who technically had head coaching experience coming from the cfl but was more of a hot coordinator uh kind of guy the bears took a chance on him uh instead of going with bruce arians who uh, even though it wasn't an interim role he actually did have head coaching experience he was actually the head coach of the year in in uh, 2012 but um you know uh, lovey uh dick Duran, dave wants that hell even even mike ditka these were all coordinators or assistant coaches being promoted uh to head coach in, instead of uh you know being uh 
you know, someone that that had uh, led a locker room in in previous uh, experience or anything like that. This is actually the first guy that the Bears have hired with head coaching experience since George Tallis rehired himself in 1958. Uh, you know, and of course during that tenure, George Tallis won the Bears a championship in 1963. So, um, you know, what it what it does is number one, a guy like John Fox especially brings instant credibility to the lock you know to the team this is a guy you know and it's very recent uh, i mean even even if you look at 2014 12 and 4 dominated their division won another you know won another division crown went back to the playoffs was the number two seed you know had a bye week uh and so on you know two years ago you know a, a year ago was in the super bowl uh one of the the, the you know leading a, a locker room you know, two successes, and most recently to a lot of success. 46-18 and 18 was his four-year record uh, in Denver. In AFC Championship, they went to the Super Bowl uh, and so on. And, and, you know, he's done it with two teams. He did it with Carolina, who was 1-15 the year before he was hired. Two years later, they're in the Super Bowl. And he went to the playoffs, I think, four or five times, uh, four times, I think, with, uh, with, uh, with Carolina. Three or four times, actually. And four times with uh with the Broncos four straight uh years uh with the Broncos so you know the guy's resume speaks for itself and and you know we really haven't had anybody like that that we've brought in that where we could say the guy's resume speaks for itself I mean John Fox is a winner I mean there was even a very different vibe to the press conference yesterday uh in Hallis Hall this was a guy that was at ease uh and in you know behind the podium facing the media answering the questions now he hasn't been in a market like Chicago before at least not in front of the podium anyway I mean he was with the Giants but he wasn't the guy answering the questions or facing the media uh, or anything like that but this this um, you know I'm excited about this I really am uh, a lot of people that I've talked to keep calling it a safe choice for the Bears and I don't really see how that is I don't see how this is a safe there's no such thing as a safe choice when you're hiring a new head coach because he could seem like the right fit it could seem like an idea a great idea and it could also turn out to be the biggest disaster in franchise history he could come in and despite his resume not click with the locker room and the bears could go down in flames uh you know in in a heartbeat and you know there's no such thing as a safe choice in the nfl you know i just don't believe that at all i don't think so that there's no such thing as a safe choice so you know, I mean, he's going to be 60 years old. He's always one of the older coaches in, in the NFL uh, and everything. But, you know, you look, like I said, you look at the guy's resume and look at his last, his recent resume, the last four years especially. Actually, I think he did his best coaching job his first year in Denver. His first year in Denver where he basically retooled the team to fit Tim Tebow and they went on a winning streak that allowed them to win the division and go to the playoffs, and they won a, a playoff game with Tim Tebow, who is not an NFL quarterback, but he was what they had in 2011, and he's what, got, what he used to get them to the playoffs that year. I mean, it was an outstanding job on his part, and you know, coaching, coaching Tebow and coaching his assistants to lead the team to a division championship and a playoff appearance and a wild-card playoff game uh, victory. So, I mean, the rest of it in 2012, 2013, 2014, you got Peyton Manning on your team. 
basically you stay out of Peyton Manning's way. At this point in Peyton's career, you just let Peyton Manning be Peyton Manning. You sit back and you let Peyton Manning do his thing. You coach the coaches is what you do when you've got Peyton Manning on your team. And he went ahead and did that and had 13, 13, and 12 as his regular season victory. So double-digit victories he is no stranger to, uh, especially over the last three seasons. So hopefully this is a, a level of success John Fox can bring uh, to Chicago. And you guys have heard me say this many times. Uh, you heard me say it with, with Lovey. You heard me mention it with definitely with Mark Tressman. This guy is a better fit for Chicago as a city. Okay, he's he's not as boisterous or outspoken as, say, a Rex Ryan uh, would have been. But he's not going to sit on the sidelines like a statue like Lovey did, like Dick Duran did, like uh, Mark Tressman did. He's we're going to get some emotion. We're going to get some fire uh, from this guy. And I think Chicago's going to fall in love with him once things get underway uh, uh, for the Bears. So I'm very excited uh, about John Fox coming in. I mean, he's legit. That's for sure. And, you know, the players in the locker room, they have to be excited to have a guy like this, you know, instead of, uh, you know, having the pressure be on the players to make this guy look like a genius. This guy's coming in and you're ready to play for him, you know, instead of, uh, you know, trying to trying to think about, you know, well, we got to kind of feel this guy out and everything. His resume brings in this kind of, uh, you know, legitimacy his resume, his reputation amongst the league. I mean, we got John Fox. Everybody knows who John Fox is. Now, you may have heard of Mark Tressman, but a lot of people didn't know who he was when the Bears hired him. That is not the case this time around. Everybody knows who John Fox is. Anyone who knows anything about football knows who John Fox is, and now they know he is the head coach of the Chicago Bears, and I think that is very, very exciting. Now, just another thing or two about our – our brand new general manager like I said he's very young the youngest in the NFL 37 years of age uh he is um he's from Texas but he went to college in the area he went to Eastern uh, Illinois University I think he may have crossed paths with Tony Romo uh while he was down there uh in 2001 he was hired by the New Orleans Saints as an as a as an area scout I don't, I don't remember what region of the country he was in charge of, but he did that for about six years. In 2007, he was promoted into the offices uh, to the director of pro personnel. So he was director of pro scouting, basically you know, going around and looking at uh, the guys playing in the NFL to see who possible free agents and such uh, could be. And then in 2013, 2014, he was promoted to director of player personnel, which means that he oversaw pro and college scouting. Uh, so, you know, he comes in with with that reputation uh, in that, sh- you know, he's got 14 years experience in the NFL and he's only 37 uh, years old. So, you know, he brings something to the uh, to the table that uh, even other guys that that uh, he was interviewing against uh, didn't really have. So and he also comes from a franchise, won a Super Bowl about five years ago in 2009 uh, with Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints. He also knows what it's like to have a uh, a franchise quarterback that uh, can be relied upon uh, and so forth with Drew Brees and, and such being the quarterback. So maybe he's a little spoiled uh, on that front. But I saw his press conference. Um, you could tell that he wasn't fully at ease uh, facing the media. He's not really been in a position where he's had to do that before. But uh, you could definitely tell he's excited 
uh, about the opportunity. And, uh, you know, he definitely seems like a quote unquote go getter. So, um, you know, and, and I think that, that he's already proven that by, you know, like you said, when John Fox became available, the game changed and he went out and got the guy that he wanted. And, uh, you know, the future is here. Here it is. John Fox, Ryan Pace, they already seem to have a camaraderie, a, 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 a connection, a uh, friendship uh, and such. And uh, they want to hit the ground running. And they did with their other first big hire. Uh, the Bears have a new defensive coordinator. So for everybody who was freaking out about the fact the Bears hadn't officially fired Mel Tucker yet, we just hired Vic Fangio from the San Francisco 49ers to take over as our new defensive coordinator. So, therefore, you don't have to worry about Mel Tucker being around to poison the defense next year. He's officially gone now, guys, okay? So everybody can relax. Vic Fangio is going to be calling our defensive plays next season, and uh, that also could mean the Bears could be switching to a 3-4 uh, set because that's what Fangio did uh, in San Francisco uh, for those four years where he was uh, doing the deed with uh, – with uh, the 49ers and and, and uh, Jim Harbaugh out there. They were a top 10 defense in points allowed and yards allowed all four years uh, in San Francisco. Uh, a, a Quite the accomplishment, especially in 2014, because they were missing like several pro bowlers from that team. Uh, you know, Bowman never played this year, or Navarro Bowman never played this year because of the knee injury he suffered in the NFC title game last year. Uh, Patrick Willis missed time, uh, you know, on and on and on with the, with the guys missing time uh, this year, still managed to put together a top 10 defense in points allowed and yards uh, allowed. So very excited to see what Vic Fangio would be able to do uh, for the Bears uh, going forward. So that's our little introduction to our new general manager, our brand new head coach. We say we just go ahead and dabble on a couple of things as we head into the offseason talk about our 2015 opponents, what free agents we might want to look at, and our draft needs going into the draft. All right, just real quick, wanted to go over a few more things before we get out of here. Um, free agency is just around the corner, starts in uh, about, uh, you know, a little less than a month and a half actually i think march 12th is the first day of uh free agency in 2015 uh the bears have a lot of decisions to make about jay cutler and uh if he's on the roster for the like the third day of the uh of the calendar year for the uh for the nfl day one is the beginning of free agency so i think if he's still on the roster on march 15th then 10 million dollars of his 2016 salary becomes guaranteed so the bears have a uh decision to make uh john fox in his uh press conference yesterday very non-committal to jay cutler as he kept calling him jake j-a-k-e jake cutler yesterday is what he kept calling him um but um very non-committal as to what is who his quarterback will be in 2015 you know, I, I shudder to think about what the, our options are if we get rid of him uh, and, uh, you know, what the possibilities could be. You know, I, I'm obviously not pleased with Jay Cutler and how he played, but with John Fox and his philosophy of defense and running the football, if we focus on running the football like, you know, say like teams like the 49ers did or at times the Seattle Seahawks did, then that's going to take the ball out of Jay Cutler's hands and uh, fewer mistakes to be made by uh 
by him. So uh, maybe that's uh, what we'll uh, be able to do uh, going forward. Also, uh, I think that will also depend on who we end up having as our offensive uh, coordinator. So we'll have to wait and see uh, what happens there. But um, free agency coming up, and 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 just with some uh, some names that that I was looking at the uh, unrestricted free agent list on on various teams and. You know, guys that we could, uh, you know, possibly bring in to help shore up the uh, roster and help fill in some holes that we have. Um, uh, Brian Bulaga, offensive tackle. I think if we add him as our right tackle, uh, you know, all due respect to Jordan Mills, but he did not have that great of a sophomore uh, season. If we bring him in, that would solidify the offensive line. And then Jordan Mills, I believe, would be a solid backup, which is kind of what you expect a fifth round pick uh, to be. So, I mean, uh, you know, maybe that would be a good thing uh, uh, for us. Uh, Owen Daniels, the tight end from Baltimore. Jermaine Gresham, the tight end from Cincinnati, to have that other bookend tight end who is also a pass catcher uh, as well. So, I mean, not just bringing in the tight end. We know we're going to, you know, uh, you know, load up the line to, to block, uh, you know, to, uh, run a running play and everything. Having a guy like uh, Jermaine Gresham, especially if we have Gresham and uh, Martellus Bennett on the field at the same time, then – you know, who knows what we could be doing uh, there. Uh, Darius Hayward Bay, the wide receiver from Pittsburgh. Brandon Lloyd, uh, wide receiver for San Francisco, also from the Bears as well. And uh, Torrey Smith, wide receiver from Baltimore, to kind of add to the depth in the wide receiving uh, core. Also give us the deep threat the Bears don't really have uh, at this point. Uh, and Dominican Sue, a defensive tackle. Like him, love him, hate him. You can't say you wouldn't want to have the best interior defensive lineman in football on our team. You know, it just how much better would he make the Bears, especially against the run uh, with that? And he's also a pretty good pass uh, rusher uh, as well. So um, he would cost us a pretty penny, pennies that we might be able to save by getting rid of Jeff Cutler, but who knows? Like I said, the the future still awaits. Um, but uh, I, for one, would love to have Ndamukong Sue. Uh, in our uh, in our locker room, uh, Bruce Carter, offensive line uh, out, outside linebacker, I should say. Brian Arakpo, who is more of an outside linebacker slash defensive end uh, kind of guy from Washington, uh, was a uh, franchise player last year. Uh, could be a full unrestricted free agent this year. Ray Malulaga, inside linebacker for Cincinnati. Uh, Antonio Cromarty, a cornerback from Arizona. Tremont Williams from Green Bay. Uh, he did get beat on the game-winning touchdown pass in overtime against the Seahawks, but he's still a good corner. And not to mention what a coup would be for the Bears to steal one of their best players from Green Bay. Uh, Chris Culliver is another solid corner from San Francisco. We need some depth and help there with Peanut Tillman, you know, probably not coming back. Kyle Fuller and Tim Jennings, it gets pretty shallow uh, after that. And also Devin McCourty, safety from the New England Patriots because God knows we definitely need safety help. So that kind of takes us into our, our draft needs, and the draft is actually going to be in Chicago this year, and uh, which is interesting because I would really love to go. But uh, draft needs, I would say uh, safety is probably number one, linebacker number two, uh, defensive end as far as an edge pass rusher. Yes, we have Willie Young, um, but he did – you know mess up that Achilles uh, at the end of the season he may not be ready for the start of the season Lamar Houston was a bust even though we're stuck with him for another few years uh, and his money Jared Allen obviously didn't under didn't perform but 
So that's why that would uh, be a good uh, idea. Depth of cornerback, a third wide receiver in the draft, and possibly a tight end uh, as well. So those are some of the draft needs that we have going in. And I looked at about seven or eight mock drafts, and it had the Bears taking one of two players, either Shane Ray, the defensive end from uh, defensive end slash outside linebacker from Missouri, or Landon Collins, the safety from Alabama. Now, in the seven or eight that I saw, I would say the majority of them had Landon Collins as the safety from Alabama as our pick at number seven. So, uh, interesting. Uh, hopefully, that's that's something that could happen. Now, you guys heard me say last year I didn't want the Bears to draft one. I didn't want the Bears to draft a safety. I want the Bears to go out and sign a safety. But looking at this year's crop of free agents, I think we missed the boat on it. Therefore, Having a top 10 pick would be beneficial to get a guy like Landon Collins in the first round. If I had to choose between the two, that's who I would I would side with because I think the Bears could do better to shore up defensive line in free agency than they could in the draft, just my own personal uh, opinion. Uh, a couple more things before we get out of here. Uh, number one, I just learned this today, uh, Martellus Bennett is going to the Pro Bowl. Uh, he is going in as a replacement for Rob Gronkowski, who, of course, won't be able to play in the Pro Bowl because he is going to the Super Bowl. So Martellus Bennett, who actually should have been voted in from the start, now gets to go to, to uh, well, not Hawaii, but to Arizona because it's at the, the, the site of the Super Bowl this year in Arizona, gets to join Kyle Long. So that's two Bears on the Pro Bowl roster uh, from 2014. So congratulations to Martellus Bennett and, of course, to Kyle Long, who was voted in uh, on, you know, on the first try this time, uh, going to the Pro Bowl on Sunday, uh, the 25th, I think, this coming Sunday. And finally, just to talk about our schedule for 2015, Ah, you know, we're going to benefit from the fourth place schedule because we get Washington and Tampa Bay. Those are our same place opponents uh, for for 2015. But we get the AFC West and the NFC West as our uh, division opponents uh, for next season. And, you know, so that's San Francisco, Arizona, Seattle, St. Louis. I mean, that division is tough from top to bottom. Denver, Oakland, Kansas City, San Diego, uh, in the AFC West, it's it's going to be a tough road to go uh, for. But we also do have the added advantage of just hiring a coach who spent the last four years in the AFC West. So maybe that will help us uh, in the uh, in the long run there with uh, with that. That someone with a high level of familiarity with that division because he just spent the last four years playing each team twice a season for the last four years could help us uh, next year. But you know our home schedule obviously detroit green bay minnesota the division that's that's set in stone no matter what we got arizona and san francisco at home denver and oakland at home and our same place opponent on the home schedule is washington so the redskins raiders broncos niners cardinals along with minnesota green bay and detroit on the home schedule on the road side we got detroit green bay minnesota obviously then we're going to seattle yikes Going to see uh, St. Louis, eh, that could be tough. Going to Kansas City, that's scary as well. Going to San Diego and going to Tampa Bay. So the road schedule is going to be very, very tough uh, next year. Seattle, Kansas City, two of the toughest places in the NFL to be a visiting team for. San Diego is also pretty good at home. St. Louis, 
honestly, if St. Louis ever figures out their quarterback situation, if they ever figure out their offense, period, if they get their offense going, St. Louis is going to be a force to be reckoned with. You guys have been hearing me saying this for a couple years now, but it's true. Their defense is stacked top to bottom. Their defense is outstanding. If they ever figure out an offense that can help score them into better positions in, in the games, they're 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 going to hit the ground running and just be unstoppable, in my opinion, because they got a great coach in Jeff Fisher. They got a solid defense. If they can get that quarterback situation shored up, they can get you know a good offense, a solid offense, a consistent offense going, then they're going to be uh, one hell of a team to look out for uh, in the future. So those are our 2015 uh, opponents. Obviously, the schedule won't come out until April, sometime around the uh, the draft. So we'll know who when who we're playing when uh, and so on. So um, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Chicago Bears Review. We will be back in once free agency gets underway. We'll have a, have a look-see, see who the Bears signed, give it a week or two uh, and such to see uh, you know, what kind of activity is taking place out there, who is signing where, is Lance Briggs or Charles Tillman wearing different uniforms uh, and so on who do the bears bring into the fold and such obviously by then we'll know who our offensive coordinator is we'll have our answer on jay cutler will we trade him will we cut him what are we going to do with him uh, and so on lots of questions to be answered between here and there and we'll see if we can't get an answer for all of them for you between now and the next time that we meet up so it's going to be a couple of months probably sometime in uh march towards the end of the month because free agency like i said starts around the 12th of the 13th this year so a couple of weeks after that right around the end of march is probably the next time we're going to be doing uh, a show so um just wanted to come back talk about our new additions our head coach john fox who i'm very excited about and our new general manager ryan pace who i'm very intrigued about see how this uh young fellow can hit the ground running uh look you know Hiring John Fox, definitely a step in the right direction as far as, you know, getting my support behind him, which, of course, you know he cannot live without. So, anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Chicago Bears Review. Um, you know, if uh, you, you know, come and uh, have a, you know, want to have a conversation, hit us up on, on Facebook, the Chicago Bears Review page uh, on Facebook. You can also find me on Twitter, at Chi Bears Review, C-H-I Bears Review. Uh, on Twitter uh, as well. So, uh, you know, I'm still out there. If you guys want to chat, hit me up. Until then, my name is Larry D, and this has been the Chicago Bears. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. 
crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.